0: Minnesota boxing fans, and welcome to another episode of the Minnesota Fight Night podcast. I'm Brian Johnson, and my co-host is Sean Strauss. Minnesota heavyweight Cayman Audi joins the Minnesota Fight Night podcast to talk about his burgeoning ring career and his fight on the July 23rd top-ranked Rapeese Boxing ESPN Plus show in Hinckley. A native of Hinkley, Audi faces a tough challenge in the person of Anthony Garrett. A newcomer to the sport, Audi won his pro debut by knockout. Most recently, he went toe-to-toe with Minnesota boxer Dennis Reyes. The back-and-forth slugfest was an instant Minnesota boxing classic. The hard-hitting Audi dropped Reyes, but lost the fight by decision. Audi will talk about that fight, how he got into boxing, his upcoming fight, and more in this special edition of the podcast. I hope you enjoy the interview. We are pleased to be joined on the Minnesota Fight Night podcast by Cayman Audi, who has a big fight coming up on the card in Hinckley, July 23rd. ESPN, Top Rank, uh, Rapier's Boxing Card, and we were just talking before we started taping here. Came in about the the birth of your son. Congrats on that! How are mom and baby doing? Um, oh, they're doing well. They're both sleeping a lot, but they're doing well. That's very exciting news. Is this your is this your first child, or? Oh, this is my fourth. Your fourth? Wow keeps you busy yeah for sure for sure how old are the other kids uh six three one and newborn now wow that's great we were just talking I think I reached out to you maybe a week and a half ago when we were initially wanted to do the interview and and you you were up for it but you said oh but you said yeah your girlfriend or whatever is in the hospital in labor so I thought that's really exciting we'll just maybe uh maybe give you a week to spend some time there with them and and so thanks for being flexible and making yourself available now Uh, thank you for not like pushing the issue with it you know
1: it's also respectful on your part to wait
0: oh yeah 100 percent. i have four kids myself they're a little bit older ages 12 to 20 actually and i know sean you have a lot of nieces and nephews that you're close to so we are definitely all about family here on the Minnesota Fight Night podcast.
1: Awesome good to hear.
0: Yeah and if they're actually speaking of family if there's a little airplane noise in the background I'm at my son's baseball practice right now <laughs> so right. Um, but but let's just yeah just to get rolling came and uh, we, we mentioned of course you have a fight coming up in Hinckley. We definitely want to talk to you about the big fight you had at Canterbury with Dennis Reyes, which was a classic, a Minnesota boxing classic, but uh, why don't you just briefly introduce yourself for those who might not be too familiar with you, you're uh, you're from the Hinckley area, is that right? Yes, sir. And when did you get, how did you get started in boxing?
1: Um, well, back in October uh, 2021, uh, Tim Taggart, my uh training partner at the time, he was getting ready for a fight and I wasn't fighting or even thinking about it. And then, um, the week of the fights, they said that one of the fighters pulled out and they wanted, they asked me if I wanted to fill in. So I was like, sure, whatever. I mean, I've been training a little bit with Tim, getting him ready. So went in there and ended up winning by knockout the first. So I was like, well, maybe I just got to get my cardio right now because I got the power to, you know, knock out people 50, 60 pounds heavier than me. So just get my cardio right so I can last longer than the first round because I was gassed at the end of that fight and was only two minutes in. Mm. Yeah, and
0: that that was, so that was your debut. And yeah. first round knockout, that's quite a, quite a way to start. Um, and then we, I guess just to talk a little bit about the fight you had in December, which I alluded to with Dennis Reyes, that was just a a back and forth battle. I think everybody agreed it was a fight of the night. And I understand that you actually
1: injured both knees in that fight. Is that correct? Yeah, um, I suffered a partially torn ACL in my left knee and a partially torn meniscus as well in my left knee. And um, I had thought I injured my right knee, that was the initial diagnosis, but the, I got a second opinion at the Mayo Clinic and they said I just had a significant amount of arthritis in my right knee that flared up really bad. But yeah, I think it was end of the second round and ended the third round against Denny's when I suffered the ACL tear in my left knee. So you had
0: surgery then and how is that healing up?
1: Uh, I was scheduled for surgery back in May. But then, um, or was it no March? And then I kind of just put it off. Cause like at the time I was already back working out running. So I was like, I was like, I don't really want to be out for a year. Cause they said it's a nine to 12 month recovery process. And I was like, well, I mean, like I feel good now, got back into working out and strengthening all the surrounding muscles around my knee. So, yeah. And I feel good. I mean, I can run, I can do everything I did before. So. I'll never
0: doubt that boxers are tough guys and gals for the women who compete. That's just, uh, it's pretty cool that you're able to still keep going. Um, but what, what else can you tell us about that fight with Reyes? It was just, uh, like I said, back and forth. I think you both hit the deck at different times during the fight.
1: What do you remember about that? Um, it was a tough fight. It was really tough. Um, I remember, uh, he had a really stiff jab for sure. Like he didn't get it going right away. And I, I, I think I dropped him in the first minute of the fight. And then he kind of changed it up because he was kind of rushing in and putting his head down coming in and it kind of led into an uppercut. And then he backed up and then I threw a cross and that's what dropped him. Then after that, he was kind of keeping me at bay with his jab and then coming with uppercuts and he was hitting me good. I didn't hit the deck though. I almost did. I stepped on the okay. roll back. And then I lost my balance, and then he ended up rocking me when I was off balance. But it was, yeah, he was he's definitely hits hard. It was a really fun fight. Um, yeah, I mean, I'd love to run it back with him too, and hopefully stay healthy the whole fight because I think it would be a different outcome if we fought again. Yeah, yeah we've mentioned.
2: That- uh, oh, sorry, Brian. I was just gonna say, yeah, that we've talked about that fight on the podcast before. Um, you know, when we were doing our post-fight um, episode and it was, you know, I think a lot of fans thought that that was one of the fights of the night, if not the fight of the night, because it was going back and forth. I was standing next to some folks from Duluth, um, some friends of mine, and, and knew, you know, multiple times during that fight, I thought it was over, going one way or the other. I thought like, oh, you've got him, and then I thought he had you, and I'm just like, I don't know anymore. I'm like, I can't even <laughs> believe this fight's still going. I was like, this is amazing.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was fun. It was, I've never been in a fight like that, and uh, yeah, it was it was pretty fun. I mean, I've never been tested like that in a fight like from back to MMA and kickboxing. I've never been hit as clean so many times in one fight and have it go that long and still feel kind of fine at the end. So that was, I don't know, it was exciting. And I found out a lot about myself as a fighter in that fight.
0: So when you suffered the injury, did you know right away that did something pop or what
1: happened there and, and how felt, did how were you able to finish I, up? Well, it was... A, I think it was the end of the third is like I threw a combo and then we kind of clinched up. And then when I stepped back, he kind of gave me a little push. That extra push kind of gave must put too much force on my back leg. And I just remember it caving in and right when it caved in, I felt it crack across the inside of my knee. And then like luckily it was right at the end of the round. So I got to sit down right away. Then it was kind of just like throbbing and then. I remember the doc came in and was looking at it and he was asking me if I wanted to keep going. I was like, yeah, there's only one round left. I was like, I can stand for a round. Mm -hmm. Just finish it out. And then right after the fight, I could barely walk and I had to get carried backstage there and then helped out the rest of the night. (laughs) Wow. Wow. Well, kudos to you for battling
0: through that. And so, uh, and, and, and Dennis got the uh, decision, I believe, but, yeah. everybody agreed that both both of you guys just were, you know, put on an amazing performance. So, it was a lot of fun to watch. What what do you know about
2: your opponent coming up on the 23rd? It sounded like you were going to be facing Tommy Matlin, um, yeah. you know, from Minnesota and um Colden told us that it sounded like he got injured. Is is that what you heard also? Yeah, um the
1: when I was in the hospital when my girlfriend was giving birth like the night before she gave birth. They, i got a text saying that matlin pulled out for because of injury but they had mm-hmm. a replacement and it was uh anthony garrett i yeah. didn't know who he was, so i looked him up real quick I, oh that's a dude colton warner just fought. Like, he is tall <laughs> i love 11 he's like six six but i'm super excited i mean i know how to fight tall guys everyone i s- spar with is tall six and over and um i do really well so i and this guy he uh He's got really bad habits for his MMA background is why. Like, I used to do MMA too, so I kind of know. And uh, he had, had did those bad habits against uh, Warner and uh, kind of was getting caught really hard early. So, and uh, I'm a lot do smaller, think- get under him a lot easier and avoid those looping, sh- looping shots, you know. So you feel like
0: it's a pretty good matchup for you that you found uh- – have a pretty good, not to, not, I'm not asking you to give away your strategy or anything, but you think you,
1: you found, uh, feel pretty good about your chances in this fight? Yeah, I feel really good. I felt, I felt good with, uh, either one, whoever was gonna, I don't know. I was training for whoever. I mean, I just train and whoever I'm fighting figure it out and then just go in there and fight. Like I know how, I guess, and just, I'm always used to fighting taller people I've, I've always been kind of smaller every time I fight or spar
2: or go to other gyms and train usually smaller guys so
1: kind of you used to-
2: the the knees feeling good and that you've been back running and stuff um you know now that you you're getting so close to the the fight I just was going to ask how camp's been going you know and are you are you still sparring the guys like Tim Taggart or or now that you know your opponent's changed have you had to to do anything different in the gym, you know, as far as training's concerned or, or sparring partners or anything like that? No, um, most so. I know I can hit
1: hard and I'm quick for my, for a heavyweight. So I already knew I had that. I just needed to work on the fundamental stuff, like keeping my feet under me when I throw combos instead of like, I know my past, I throw a really hard power shot in my rear hand and I step over my, my back foot. So I worked on a lot of footwork and keeping my feet back so I can throw more punches instead of just one big one and try to get out the way. So working on that, then you know my head movement. I like I didn't move my head at all against Denny's, and he was just friggin' hitting me. I wasn't trying to get out the way; I was just wearing all these punches. So that's a big thing: is my defensive mechanics and my footwork.
2: Okay,
1: it looks like you've been sparring, gotten some sparring with Al Sands. Is that right? Yep, we got about uh, I think probably twelve rounds in. Then I was also sparring with uh, the. Tyler Nystrom, the Golden Gloves champ, that's also competing up here in Hinkley this weekend. Yep, saw him fight last night. Yeah, uh, kid, kid's good. He's he's talented. Man. That kid's really talented. I mean, he's the same age as me, but he, he's, he's he's pretty good.
2: Yeah, I'm not going to be at the fights tonight, uh, unfortunately. I got the three-day pass, but um, it's a, I've had the opportunity to go to a Minnesota United soccer game um, yeah. with some, some people from work, and uh, – <clears throat> I, I very rarely would ever choose anything over boxing <laughs> and, uh, but I've been wanting to go to a game for a while. So I'll be back up there on Sunday. Um, so I'm not sure if you're going to tonight's and Sunday's fights also, but, uh, if you're there on Sunday, I m- might see you. Yeah, probably.
0: Sure. Have you been getting in some ring work with Tim Taggart too?
1: Um, no, I I've had, uh, kind of outsource for this camp. I've been going up to train with Al Sands a lot or down to the cities and, um, well, I tr- work out here every day, too, mostly just uh, my strength training and cardio, mm-hmm. kind of go test myself at other places because Tim's kind of uh, he's been very busy. He runs the youth group here. Mm-hmm. He also just took the new coordinator job up in Mille Lacs where it's a sister branch of this building we have here. He's going to be the new coordinator up there. So he's been really busy.
2: So I mm-hmm. haven't uh, any work with him at all here for this one but who's uh, who's gonna be working your corner for you uh come fight night uh my brother matt who who's also here and then ryan o'brien okay um i see you're wearing your meeting of the clan shirt i love it um i got i got one of those when i was up there um uh that was the first time i met you in person um that mishockwood community center is amazing i was telling people at my work i was like man, if I lived up there, I said, I think I'd want that to be the place that I hung out at all the time. It's so nice in there. And I didn't even walk around and see everything, but Matt was telling me about how you guys have even like a golf simulator in there. Um, yeah. you didn't get to see the golf simulator. He told me about it. I didn't go see it. Um, maybe when I'm up there sometime, he can show me, um, is there a pool in that place or is that, because is, I know there is, there is a gym equipment, there's the track upstairs the golf simulator obviously we just mentioned but uh it's very very um nice place the artwork i mean it's it feels just very comfortable in there um i can't say enough about it i walked from the moment i walked in there i was like this is cool yeah it's uh we
1: don't have a pool that's uh the malax branch of this one that tim's going to be coordinating that they have the big indoor pool olympic size swimming mm-hmm. pool we just have the outdoor splash pad
2: oh that's but, cool though yeah
1: yeah pretty cool
2: but yeah, that, that tournament was fun. Um, for those of you who didn't go see that, that was an all indigenous tournament that they put on up there. And it sounds like you guys are going to do another one next year and kind of make it an annual event. So, um, you know, thanks to you guys for, for letting me come up there and stream that on Minbox. And, uh, but yeah, like I'll definitely want to be at the next one for sure. That was fun. Yeah, for sure. It, it came and I,
0: I was going to ask you what, I mean, this is a pretty big, high-profile card being on ESPN Plus and Top Rank and everything. Do you? How how does it feel to be part of that? I don't know if your fight's going to be streamed uh, on television or anything, but how does it feel just to be part of that? Yeah, um,
1: it's awesome. I never. um, I kind of was presented an opportunity back in February to fight for Top Rank down in uh, California, but that was I was still dealing with the acl injury at that time so i was like i don't i can't really do that and that was against uh richard torres who's the uh, olympic medalist guy mm. but nice. i don't know but this i don't know it's it's crazy to think about like I, i'm just from around this area a little small area you know i just started fighting not even a year ago and, mm. um, well boxing anyway and then uh to get an opportunity like this in my hometown is it's crazy it's it's awesome and I've been working my ass off because I don't want to like, I don't want to be sloppy or just look like I don't belong there. I want to look like I belong there. I kind of mm-hmm. want to dominate this fight, whether it's a early, early, early fight like it doesn't go long, or if I'm just beating them up all for four rounds. That's that's one one of two ways I want it to go.
2: Do You have um, you know, favorites. I guess you know, I mean, is is in boxing like uh, as a from a fan standpoint, you know, um, or like someone you were trying to emulate, like, you know, that you really look up to in the sport, whether it was past or present, you know, are there current fighters or past fighters that, you know, you, uh, that kind of get you up in get you excited about boxing, you know? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know if I have a favorite. I kind of let's watch everyone. I like Tyson Fury just
1: like, uh, cause he's so big and so like fluid for how his size, like me and him we're like we're opposite ends of the spectrum. He's a big, big guy i'm just a little guy here at heavyweight and, uh yeah I he was t- pretty good for a big guy let me yeah. tell you wow like early when i first started i always like mike tyson too like the way he moves and like how hard he throws like i feel like if i if i had the movement he does it would be very similar because i like i feel like i throw hard with both hands when i do throw and say mm-hmm. every every shot's a power shot almost mm-hmm. and um I like Errol Spence and
2: Javante Davis too.
0: Mm-hmm. Not bad at all. You looking, you're looking forward to that
2: Crawford uh, Spence fight? You know, once that happens, happens. I'm really excited for that. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. gonna be good.
0: I I know you. I know you're a big puncher, and you've got thunder in that left hand, and in both hands really. And so anything can happen. Uh, I think Colton was talking about that when you get two heavyweights in a ring and. You know, and if you can punch and you've got that much power, anything can happen. So, what do you think you'll be weighing in for this fight?
1: Um, probably. Uh, well, I just weighed myself earlier, but I didn't eat yet today, and I was two twenty four. So, okay, by fight day I'll probably be around two thirty. I usually fluctuate like five to ten pounds every day. Yeah, okay. you mentioned
2: that Anthony's a big guy. You know, it's not just big in weight, but but he's tall. Um, yeah. So I guess my concern, if I was, you know, fighting someone like that, it would be a clinching, you know, like if they're going to be tying you up and using their weight to their advantage and hanging on you, um, which is something like, you mentioned Tyson Fury. um, I think he was a master at that, you know, using his size to his advantage. Um, Have you been working on that, you know, basically, and not, not allowing uh, yourself to get clinched up and tied up like that. Yeah. um, So I I
1: myself clinch a lot when I fight, cause like I that was just cause I would get off balance, so I didn't want to like detriment myself by trying to escape from like being so close and then trying to jump out of range, cause you get caught easier that way. So when yeah, I would especially earn, against a big guy who's got long yeah, arms, yep. Like when I was fighting Denny's, every time I'd get in close, I would, we'd clinch, and I like circle away from his power hand, and then either push him off then or wait for the ref to split us. And with this, this is going to be a lot harder. This guy's got probably going to have 60 pounds on me. So I, I kind of know what, like, based off what he did to Colton, how he was punching, even though I'm shorter, it's going to be similar. Like, if he didn't change it, it's only been a few months. Everyone's kind of stuck in their habits within a couple months of the training. And um, if he does try to, I got – we've been working on my escapes and my movement, getting out the way, going to my right, away from his right. I'm left-handed, so I always circle to my right
0: So have you been studying
1: studying video of that fight with Colton? Yeah, I watched it probably like five times. And I that's the only mm-hmm. I watched some of his MMA fights too, but they can't really take too much away from those those fights because there's a lot more involved with MMA. You did you did mention that you've done some
0: MMA. How many MMA fights have you had? I did eight. Okay. Are you still thinking about doing some MMA or just focusing on boxing now or
1: focusing on boxing because I I was never the best wrestler and I started fighting MMA just off of no training. I just just started doing it just because like yeah. Then afterwards I started I lost my first fight and dude he I got wrestled around and I didn't know what to do when I was on the ground. So then I started taking like wrestling and jujitsu classes. I don't think Mm -hmm. I'll ever do MMA again. One, because I have arthritis in my knee, so I don't know how many kicks I can take there. <laughs> yeah.
2: But
1: boxing is a lot better for my knees because I don't have to worry so much about getting hit there.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that always looks extremely painful when those guys are kicking. Um, you've seen the horrible things, obviously, like when McGregor broke his leg and other guys. But, but even just, like, you know, nasty bruises and other horrible things, like from just getting kicked in the leg so many times. Oh, man, I can't imagine. Like, I give a lot of respect to those guys, but at the same time, I, I wouldn't want to do that. Ow. Whew. Born and raised
1: in
0: uh, in the Hinkley area?
1: Yeah, I was born in Mora, that hospital there. It's sure. like two minutes away from Hinkley. Okay. Well, I was talking to Colton the
0: other day, just joking with him about he has that fight with Jimmy Barnes, and both Colton and Jimmy are from Pine City. I was joking that they should have a – Belt and have a declare a heavyweight champion of Pine City, <laughs> but you guys are a lot of good heavyweights coming up there in East Central Minnesota, so yourself
1: included. So maybe they could do some kind of an East Central Minnesota tournament. <laughs> yeah, that'd be fun. My brother Matt, Matt's want to know. He did a fight with Corey a couple years ago, and uh, mm-hmm. Matt I go too. And my my brother Matt, he's about 6'3", 250. And he's, mm-hmm. he's probably the best fighter I've ever sparred against or anything, but he, he's got six kids, so he doesn't fight anymore. But, mm-hmm. like, got back into fighting or trained for a little while. I'm pretty sure he would dominate the heavyweight division here in Minnesota. Like, just off of right. training, going everywhere else and training with other heavyweights, my
2: brother's always the hardest one to
1: spar. Hmm.
2: Yeah, I, you figure it's got to be uh, extremely difficult um, for people that work full-time. Um, have families to support and all that to take the risk sometimes you know to fight on this lower level where you know to your your point if you get hurt like you know for you if you had that surgery and you talk about how the recovery time could be up to almost a year um, and then you think about not only what that does to you know the fighter itself but the family they're supporting and that that could be detrimental. Um, So I hopefully you know as you're working your way up here and doing these fights and getting more exposure with ESPN top rank and so on and so forth. Hopefully they're starting to notice you guys, but also pay you well because uh, um, yeah, nobody wants to see anyone get injured and then not be able to support their, their families. Um, Like that December, the Canterbury
1: card I fought on, I'm not going to say how much I got paid for it, but it was, I, I paid more to, for my hotel rooms and my family to come there. than I got paid and then I also got injured and, Mm. but i don't know it was so fun it was fun i don't i don't fight for the money i just i want to i know i got to build myself up i'm new really new to boxing so i'm mm-hmm. i know i got to work myself up before i can start demanding things and
0: hey, yeah. maybe you could maybe you could wrangle your way into a fight with jake paul then you could make some go. <laughs>
2: oh, <dough. laughs> take that payday yeah i think, I think a lot of people would take that payday <laughs> <laughs> well, right on. I don't have too much more for you, Cayman. I'm really enjoying talking to you. I'm looking forward to seeing you fight. Um, you know, thanks for sharing about your background and everything. Uh, you know, and sharing about your your family and uh, and how you got into boxing. Um, so yeah, it'll be interesting to see you in there with the big man Anthony Garrett. I'm gonna I'm gonna reach out to Anthony um, and see if maybe I can get an interview with him again. I I touched base with him before that fight with Colden. Um, you, you have any words for him like I'm coming for you or like how Jimmy Barnes told Colton he's gonna be looking up from the lights, you know, after he puts him there. Facebook. Okay. What's that? <laughs> I've seen
1: Jimmy comment that to him on Facebook. No, it's funny. <laughs> yeah. But uh no, I've never been the kind of outgoing and like I'm not I like I, I like boxing and stuff, but I've never been the kind of guy to like be not me. a trash talker talk to people i've just kind of hey man i hope hope you're healthy coming into the fight and we can have a good night and put a show on for everybody
2: but yeah. Anthony I, is a lot like colton i think where he's an extremely nice individual you know he is a christian and uh, i don't think he wishes ill will on anybody um and he just he has a very positive vibe about him i i gotta i hope you get a chance to talk to him um after you get done punching each other um, <laughs> because i got a feeling you'll both get along really well you see a really nice guy like you are
1: yeah, yeah, I yeah, I've never been kind of a. What's, I don't even know the word I'm looking for, but just like mean and trash talking my opponents and stuff. It just, mm-hmm. Can always backfire, and I get beat up and stuff. Then I just look stupid.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, good, good for you. It's it's cool when I think people show that respect for each other. So, um, and I get a sense that you and Reyes are sort of like that too. You, you guys went to war with each other, but you know it's just. It's just business in the ring. It's not
1: personal, so. Yeah, yeah. him, um, hopefully both are, I know he's fighting a giant too that's coming on next weekend. He's fighting, what, the guy is 6'9", I think they said. Oh, wow, I didn't realize he was that big. Yeah. Is, that the, is that the guy from
0: Iowa that I was thinking of? Yeah. Yeah, I think so.
2: Yes, Tony, Tony told us that, yeah, one of his old stablemates from Iowa was going to be fighting on the card. I can't recall who it was, though, that he was facing. But yeah, if he's six nine, wow, that'll be something to see. And he, and he's a yeah. left.
1: He's I think he's signed with top rank because he's fought with them before.
2: Wow. Yeah, cool. A six nine Southpaw. Watch out. That'll
0: be, yeah. that'll be fun to
1: watch.
2: I hope Denny's well, I, kind of I feel like
1: they're trying to build him up, but I Denny's can get him. Oh, oh he- yeah. Oh
0: yeah. Denny's is a dangerous fighter.
1: Yeah. So
0: I hate King. Well, thanks for your time. Uh, really appreciate it. Don't want to take up too much of your time here, but really enjoyed the conversation. Wish you well yeah. in your fight and in your future endeavors. Hopefully we can chat again sometime. Any
1: parting thoughts? Um, no, just thanks for having me. And um, I'm, this is my first interview ever. I was nervous coming in. I'm sweating a little bit right now, but
2: do you have any uh, sponsors or people who have been helping you out while you train? You want to give quick shout outs to? Oh man, I've been
1: doing this all myself. I haven't even reached out to anybody. I traveled, train and like Al Sands, I'd love to shout him out. He's been super helpful to me with training, sparring and like, just giving me, cause I don't, I haven't sparred anybody since November and he was the first guy I sparred and having him like his skill level and seeing the success I could have against him kind of really boosted my confidence coming in and, uh, Thankful for him for giving me that and the knowledge he gives me afterwards, like telling me like my reads and stuff, some stuff he can read that I'm doing that I need to change and mm-hmm. other stuff I can do with like hitting the bag or my drills I'm doing when I'm not in the ring that could help me when I am in the ring. So just shout out to him for like the um, knowledge he's been giving me for coming
2: into this fight and just tr- changing my training to make it better for me. Yeah, we've been hoping to touch base with Al at some point. We, we missed out on an opportunity to touch base with him before his last fight where he, he won the uh, was a cruiserweight title. And uh, I've always got a little bit more of a an affinity for Al just because uh, I've got a brother-in-law who's from Floodwood, and that's where Al's at. You know, and um, I, I've been wanting to try his hot sauce, too, and right. I don't know where I can get it. The Haitian uh, hot sauce. i got to get me some.
1: Right on. Yeah, I was gonna trade a t. I got t-shirts made. I was gonna trade him a t-shirt for one of his hot sauces.
2: <laughs> there you go. Nice, nice, <laughs> nice. awesome. Um, well, yeah. If I don't see you on Sunday at the fights or uh, for the championships at the Upper Midwest Golden Gloves, uh, definitely see a fight night. All right, Cayman. Yep,
0: for sure. And hey, I
2: assume that if people want a ticket, they
0: can check you out on Facebook or something. Do you still have oh, yeah. tickets available?
1: Twenty-four general admission tickets left. I'm all sold in my reserve seating. Okay. but I do a uh, general admission left and I am selling t-shirts that I'm giving away with the ticket or a t-shirt alone is
2: $20. Yeah, I did see that. I, I can't, I think you made it shareable. Um, I'll go back and look, um, but I saw the image of your t-shirts. Um, how much are you charging for the t-shirts again? Uh, $20 if you just, bu- if you're just buying the t-shirt, but I'm giving them away with
1: people who buy tickets. Wow. That's quite a deal. Right. Nice. Yeah. well, oh, you can turn that down. <laughs> Very cool. Right right. on,
2: man. All right. Well, you have a good one. Thanks again, Cayman. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me. Thanks, Cayman. Thank you.
0: Take care. Have a good day.